I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another Faith Friday episode. Guys, today we are jumping into 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 through, let me check here, through 29. All right, so if you guys are at home listening, you can grab your Bibles, read along with me if you would like. If you have a different translation that I'm using, that's great, that's perfect, because then you can get what your translation says, plus what mine says. I use the NIV Study Bible. However, I always like to clarify, I use the 1980-something version of the NIV Bible. I Anything newer than that, I do not like. I don't endorse it. I don't think it's good for you to read, so I think you should not use that. But if you have an older NIV Bible, go ahead and use that. All right. Um, the NIV Zondervan, who publishes the NIV Bible, uh, in recent years have taken the scripture and made it gender neutral. And I hate that. I just despise it. It is terrible. And they've made some other changes too. And I just don't, I don't like those changes. So I don't agree with those. So I would not use or endorse that particular version of the Bible today. However, if you have an older NIV Bible, you can go ahead and use that. I endorse that one. uh, And you can read that and, and do good with it. Okay. Otherwise I, I recommend the ESV or the NASB. The NASB is pretty difficult read, uh, but the ESV is easy. Um, the Holman Christian Standard uh, Bible, that, that one's pretty good. Um, even the New Living Translation is pretty good, especially if you have a hard time reading. Um, that is a good one for you. Um, those are basically the three that I really recommend. Uh, of course, there's the King James Version, which is good. Um, the New King James Version, which is also good. Those are both word-for-word translations. The NIV is a thought-for-thought translation. The ESV is a word-for-word translation. And the NASB is a word-for-word translation. So I have just I grew up with the NIV. I prefer it over all the others. I am thinking about switching to the New King James Version, but right now I just have the NIV and that's what I'm using today. So if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, welcome. Also, if you're watching on Rumble, welcome. Um, These videos are not on YouTube. The Faith Friday episodes are not on YouTube. They are only on Rumble. So if you want to help support the channel by watching the content, that would be very much appreciated. And you can watch over on Rumble. Uh, But because of the YouTube algorithm and some of the things that I say here on the Faith Friday episodes, that algorithm doesn't really like what I have to say. And so uh, it, it works against me for all the other content that I put on YouTube. So all the Faith Friday episodes are just going to be on Rumble as video format. Okay. A couple weeks ago, I talked about Mowing in the Dark podcast 
uh, YouTube channel. I decided to go away from that. I posted just a couple of episodes there. I decided I'm going to keep the, the mowing, the, the lawn care content vlogs on the Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel and um, the Rumble channel as well. And then the faith content. The reason I was I made the Mowing in the Dark podcast YouTube channel is basically for these Faith Friday episodes. But I decided to go away from that and just use Rumble and my normal YouTube channel. So just explaining what's going on here. So it, it, it's the easiest way to do it. Um, I, I like Rumble. I think it's an up-and-coming platform for video. Um, it, it, it's not really competing with YouTube yet, but a lot of content is going on to Rumble. So all of my Lansing Lawn Service YouTube content is also on Rumble. So you can go check it out there if you want to, or you can stay on YouTube and just listen. If you like the Faith Friday episodes, you can listen to them on the podcast and you don't need to watch them. But that's neither here nor there. Guys, before we jump into this, I'm going to play uh, a lawn care ad, okay, for my 12-month contract. I, I hate doing it on the Faith Friday episodes. However, I've got to, number one, get the word out about the contract, and number two, I've got to fund this podcast somehow. So with the YouTube al algorithm really um, diminishing the money that I that I get paid because of some of the Faith Friday content that I had up there for a little bit. Uh, I am having to promote these 12-month contracts on the Faith Friday episode. So here's the ad. Listen to it. Go visit mowingindhedarkpodcast.com and check it out. As a lawn care provider, do you want to make a year-round income? Are you worried at the end of the lawn care season because you don't know how you're going to make it through the winter? Then you need to check out the 12-month contract from the Mowing in the Dark podcast. This is the same contract that Aaron uses to grow his lawn care business. This 100% editable 12-month contract template is available for only $5.99. The contract has rock-solid terms and conditions, so you are protected from all kinds of liability in lawn maintenance and snow removal. Get your 12-month contract at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com today. All right, guys, we are back. So we are jumping into, like I said before, 1 John chapter 2 verses 15 through 29. Guys, the way we do this here on the Faith Friday episodes, this is basically a Bible study, guys. It really is. And so uh, grab your Bible. I, I encourage you, if you're at home, if you're not out working, to grab your Bible, follow along, especially if you're, you're into the Word of God. I really encourage you to do that. I don't care if you use your phone. I don't care if you have an actual Bible. I really would encourage you to get an actual Bible. There's just something about having the word of God in your hands. Now, I don't worship this book, but it is the word of God, and I believe that. And so uh, it is good to have it and be able to mark it up, to write notes in it and all that stuff, and leave that legacy for your children. That's what I use this Bible for. I underline, I write in it, I, I write anything that comes to mind about a certain verse or whatever, I write it down 
because this is going to be passed on to my kids. And so it's a really good idea to have a Bible and use it daily and wear it out, wear it out. This one's kind of getting flexible. Uh, the back maps, I got a, I got a, a thing going on here in the spine. Wear your Bible out, all right? Just from use and study, all right? So the way we do this here, I start reading. I'm going to start reading at verse 15. We're going to read all the way through verse 29, and then we're going to go back to verse 15, and we're going to start breaking it down verse by verse and seeing what John has to say to us today. All right. So without any further ado, let's jump into it. First John chapter two, verse 15. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him for everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, the lust of his eyes and the boasting of what he has and does comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. Dear children, this is the last hour, and you have heard that the Antichrist is coming. Even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know it is the last hour that we went that they went out from us but they did not really belong to us for if they had belonged to us they would have remained with us but their going shows that none of them belong to us but you have an anointing from the holy one and all of you know the truth i do not write to you because you do not know the truth but because you do know it and because no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? It is the man who denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a man is the Antichrist. He denies the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. See that what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. If it does, you also will remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is what he promised us, eternal life. I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as, as it has taught you, remain in him. And now, dear children, continue in him, so that when he appears, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who does what is right has been born of him. And that's where we're going to stop. All right, that's the end of chapter two. Now, if you want, if you missed last week's episode, you can go back to the beginning of chapter two and check that out. And you kind of get a better context of what we're talking about here. But John is talking about those who are in the truth, those who are in the faith. He's talking to believers, the 
book of 1 John is written to believers, okay? Doesn't have a specific church he's writing to, doesn't have a specific group of believers he's writing to. It is just believers, okay? So with that being said, let's go back to chap- to verse 15. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. What does love of the world look like? I mean, he goes on to explain it here, but what does it look like? It, let's, let's go on and we'll find out. For everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, okay, so love of the world, the cravings of sinful man, it, we all have cravings to sin. Every single one of us, we're not exempt for that, from that, all right? The cravings of sinful man, the lust of the eyes, all right? We all lust after things, whether it's women or, or men or whether it's stuff, cars, trucks, equipment, whatever, money. Money's a huge one. Lust of the eyes. Um, let's see what else. And the boasting of what he has and the boasting of what he has and does. This one hit me really hard. Okay, so verse 16. For everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, the lust of the eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does. This, this hits me hard because I know, I know people that boast about the things they've done, the, the businesses they've built, the the social media following that they've built and this hurts my heart for them okay and and we'll see why in a minute in a minute here but do not love the world verse 15 again do not love the world or anything in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him Right, So if we're loving the things that we do and the things that we've done and the things that we own, what, what John is saying here is that if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. All right? I, don't, I don't talk about how many followers I have on social media. I don't really talk about, I don't boast about my business. My business is small anyway. It's nothing to boast about, but I, I don't boast about that. Now I did a couple years back, I did get a brand new truck and I've worked so hard for that truck. I just slaved away for to be able to afford something like that and, and, and had to make good decisions and sacrifices to get that truck. But I'm, I'm not boasting about that truck. I, I, I'm happy that I have it. I'm saying, look at this, guys. This is awesome. Look at what hard work can get you. And I'm just excited about this truck. But I'm I'm not trying to brag like, oh, look at me. I've got this brand new truck and I'm just better than everyone. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, guys, rejoice with me. I've worked so hard for this. And I finally was able to attain it. But if you, if you love, if you love, let's read it again. Verse 16, uh, the lust of his eyes and the boasting of what he has and does comes not from the father, but from the world. 
So if, if you encounter people that are just boasting about what he has or what he does or what he's going to do or what anything like that, he's of the world. And, and according to John here, the, fa- the love of the Father is not in him. What, is, what does that mean? That means he's not saved. It's not me. I'm not saying this. All right. This is not me. I'm, this is coming straight from the word of God here. That, that is what John is saying here. All right. Let's keep going. Verse 17. The world and its desires pass away. But the man who does the will of God lives forever. All right, that, that, that's why I'm doing this podcast, this episode weekly, the Faith Friday episode. And, and I've had to move it around here a little bit. I want to share it on YouTube, but I can't. Algorithmically, with the things that I say, I can't. I can't. The, the algorithm doesn't like Christian things, okay? It doesn't truth the algorithm does not necessarily like truth all right and people at youtube don't like truth and so i'm i'm having to move it around so i can still get this content out all right but but i don't have a desire inside of me to do this faith friday podcast episode every week it's a lot of work this is this is the 5th or 6th i mean let me refrain. This week, I have read 1 John chapter 2 every day. All right? Just 1 John chapter 2 every day. Last week, I read 1 John chapter 1 every day. I, and as I explained in the last episode, I've already read through 1 John five times in the last month. It's a lot of work, guys. And not only that, let me let me show you this. I have two commentaries sitting right here in front of me. All right? I have a John MacArthur Bible commentary that I got for Christmas. I love it, thanks to my wife. I, I'm super excited about that. And then I've got the Believer's Bible commentary right next to it. And it's bigger. And I, I read all that stuff, too, because I want to bring you guys the best the best content the best truth that i can to break this down for you this is a lot of work it's not easy i don't have the desire in my heart on my own to do this i felt god saying you need to use the platform that you have to reach people for me and so i'm just trying to follow that now did god say that audibly no I felt it in my heart. I felt it in my spirit. I felt that, you know, this is something that God is calling me to do. It took a lot of prayer to get me to do this. A lot. Because I didn't want to. Because I knew people would come at me and start to attack me for things that I say. That I have to say because it's the truth. It's in God's word. God's word is offensive to people that do not believe. It's offensive to those who don't have the love of the Father in them. It's offensive. Just like just like the verses we just read. I mean that is offensive. Verse 16. For if everything in the for 
for everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, that right there, people don't like to hear that. What do you mean? You mean I can't watch my porn anymore? You mean you mean I can't go to the strip club with my bros anymore? You you mean I can't? What? What? Or or what about what about the lust of the eyes? You mean I can't I can't watch those videos of hot girls on YouTube or Instagram anymore? What? What? What, what do you mean that I don't like that? What? What do you mean? Or or or, or uh, what what else? Or um, let's see. And and the boasting of what he has. So just boasting, bragging about the stuff you have, just the stuff or, or even farther or what he does that, that basically includes all of us. Basically, we got to be willing to give that crap up. We got to die to ourselves. That's what, that's what John is saying here. Because if you don't, this is what he says, comes not from the father, but from the world, which means the love of the father ain't in you. All right. I know ain't ain't a word, but I use ain't anyway. All right. And then 17, the world and its desires pass away. This world is going to be destroyed. It's going to pass away. We are not going to be here forever. We're going to die. If nothing else, we're going to die. All right, but God is coming back. Jesus is coming back and he will destroy this earth and there will be a new earth, a new heavens and a new earth. All right. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if he's going to restore this earth or if he's going to make a whole new earth. I don't know. I don't really care. I, ha I haven't read that in the scripture yet. At least if I have, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. All right. We're going to, this place we're in is going to be gone. And we are going to be dead. All right. And then there will be new heavens and a new earth. Okay. This world is going to pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. So if we abstain from the lust of the eyes, the sinful cravings of our flesh and the boasting of what we have and what we do, the love of the father will be in us. Now there's more to it than that. There's more to it than that, but we can, we can eventually, if we, if we ask Jesus to be our savior, if we decide that, you know what, God, I believe in my heart that you raised Christ from the dead and I want to follow him and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord that doesn't mean you're just saying it out loud in the bathtub. Jesus is Lord. <laughs> no, confess means to go into the streets to your friends, to people and say, geez, I believe Jesus is Lord. You're confessing to them. Jesus is Lord. He's my Lord. All right. Then you will be saved. And this stuff comes after that. This comes after that. This is part of sanctification. Will this happen all at once? No. It takes work. It takes, it takes being able to, to work at this stuff. 
You may have a problem with boasting about what you have and what you've done. It takes work. And the only way that sanctification is going to take place is through the Holy Spirit and through the reading of the word. That's the only two ways that sanctification can happen. All right? That's, that's what the Bible says. Again, last week I talked about I'm so terrible about knowing where to find things in the Bible, but I can tell you it's in the Bible, okay? <laughs> I know, you have to trust me on that. I get it. It's, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on. Verse 18, dear children, this is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know it is the last hour. Okay, so what is he talking about here? If you don't know anything about the Bible, what is he talking about here? Dear dear children, this is the last hour. Well, we just talked about the world and its desires are going to pass away in verse 17. Verse 18, dear children, this is the last hour. We are in the last gasps for this world. All right? And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, there is going to be one main Antichrist, okay? One guy, just like the Lord of the Rings, one ring to rule them all, one Antichrist to rule them all. But he's, John is saying here, even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know it is the last hour. Many people, many antichrists have already come. The one ring to rule them all hasn't come yet. All right, but is coming. All right, we are in the last gasps. Okay, verse 19. They went out from us. He's talking about the antichrists and the church. Okay, they went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. The antichrists were in the church. Do you see that? They went out from us, talking about the church, the believers. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. They weren't really believers. All right. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. They would have remained a believer. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. All right. What does... What does McDonald or, yeah, the Believer's Bible Commentary, what does it say about that verse? Verse 19. All right, let me find it here really quick. All right, these false teachers were professing Christians who once associated with the apostles. However, in heart, they were not really one with true believers, and they showed this by going out from the fellowship. If they had been of us, they would have continued with us. Here we learn that true faith always has the quality of permanence. If a man has really been born again, he will go on for the Lord. It does not mean that we are saved by enduring to the end, but rather that those who endure to the end are really saved. The false teachers went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were with us. All right. So William McDonald just, he, he, uh, 
he breaks it down a little bit easier for us to understand, okay? And so that's what I wanted to bring out there. All right, let's keep going. Verse 20. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, the Holy Spirit, and all of you know the truth. How do they know the truth? They know the truth from the preaching of the apostles, from the church, from their pastor, whoever that might be, and they have the truth from the Holy Spirit, okay? 21, I do not write to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it and because no lie comes from the truth. Truth cannot come from a lie. The truth is the truth, all right? It, it is. It, truth is just true, all right? Two plus two equals four. Two plus two cannot equal five, and it can't equal three. Two plus two equals four. You have two things. You add two things to them. You have one, two, three, four. It's simple. It's the truth. All right? Let's keep going here. Um, verse 22. Who is the liar? It is the man who denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a man is the Antichrist. He denies the Father and the Son. All right, let's go back to William MacDonald here. Uh, actually, let me go to MacArthur. I want to try John MacArthur here. Let's see, verse, what is it, 22. All right, let's see what we got here. He combines 22 and 23. All right, uh, Denies the Father and the Son. A second characteristic of Antichrist is that they deny the faith. Anyone denying the true nature of Christ as presented in the Scripture is an Antichrist. The denial of Christ also constitutes a denial of God himself, who testifies to his Son. All right, that, that works good. Um, let's jump over to... McDowell, and see uh, what he says. John is careful to point out that the, to deny the deity of the Lord Jesus is to, not, to deny the Father also. Some people like to believe that they worship God, but they do not want to have anything to do with the Lord Jesus Christ. The apostles say he is Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. That's a little bit more clear, isn't it? So I, I love John MacArthur, but he wasn't very clear there. McDowell, McDonald, yeah, McDonald, um, was much more clear. All right, verse 22 again. Who is the liar? Well, we know Satan is the liar, first of all, but then he goes on to, the John goes on to say, it is the man who denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a man is the Antichrist. He denies the Father and the Son. Okay, let's keep going here. Verse 23. No one who denies the Son has the Father. If you deny Jesus Christ, if you say, I believe that there's a God, I believe there's a God, but Jesus, I think he was just a good teacher, maybe, maybe a prophet, but I don't I don't think he's I don't think he's God. Then you don't have the Father. You don't have God. All right. Verse 23. No one denies the father and the son. 
or I'm sorry, no one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So if you acknowledge Jesus Christ, because it's hard, guys, it's hard to acknowledge that Jesus is the Christ. He is Lord. Jesus is Lord. All right. But if you acknowledge Jesus, you have the Father. It doesn't notice what, what he says here. He doesn't say, if you acknowledge the Father, you have the Son. No, he says, he says it the opposite way. Um, let's see here. He denies the Father and the Son. But it doesn't see, he doesn't say here that he who um, accepts the Father has the Son. He doesn't say that. He says, if you accept the Son, you have the Father. All right, we have to also understand what the Bible doesn't say, okay? Let's keep going here. Verse 24. See that what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. If it does, you also will, will remain in the Son and in the Father. So re, make sure that the truth remains in you. Don't let anyone steal it. Not your college professor, not your buddy, not a podcast. That's where I, okay, let me share my story. All right. I, I've shared this before. A couple of years ago, I started listening to this podcast called the Bad Christian Podcast. I thought it was just a, a quirky play on words. I thought it was going to be a great Christian podcast. No, no, it was not. All right. So this, this podcast was mainly made up of the band members from the band Emery. All right. They used to be a Christian band. All but one of the members has completely turned their back on Christ. And this podcast is, is basically trying to get people to deny Christ. That is exactly what they're trying to do. And I started to listen to this, not knowing, you know, and it started off good and, and whatever, but it kept moving and moving and moving. And I got to the point where I was like, oh no, I don't know if I can believe in Jesus anymore. I, 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 I don't know. I, I started doubting big time. And I mean, I was this close to saying, I don't believe in God anymore. I don't believe in Jesus anymore. I'm an atheist. I don't believe anything is out there anymore. And thank goodness I found some good teaching on YouTube by people like John MacArthur, like Paul Washer, like, and, and I found the, the documentary, um, American gospel. Now that, that documentary is mainly ba is trying to go against the prosperity gospel and they're, they're, they're going at the gospel from a Calvinist bent, which if you don't understand that, that's fine. You don't need to. The, the thing is for me, it hit me different because they share the gospel in the American gospel. They share the true gospel. That's, and that got me that, that hit me. And it's, I said, no, I don't think I was really saved to begin with. And, and I made the choice. I'm going to follow Jesus. I believe in my heart that Christ raised Jesus from the dead. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. And my life has been completely different ever since. So I, I just had to share my story. Okay, verse 24 again. See that what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. 
If it does, you also will remain in the Son and in the Father. Verse 25. And this is what he promised us, eternal life. If you remain in the Father and he in you, eternal life is your reward. All right, verse 26. I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. People are trying to lead us astray. I have met people like this. They are trying to lead you astray. Our churches have people in them today who are trying to lead us astray. There are preachers on TV who are trying to lead you astray. They salt their lies with just enough truth so that you will grab onto it and believe it. And they are dragging you to hell. You have to be careful. You have to be in the word to understand what the truth is. These, these TV evangelists, these preachers on TV, they are banking on the fact that you are not in the word, that you don't know the truth. They're banking on it. And you know what? Millions are grasping onto the lie. And that is exactly what they're banking on. You've got to be in the word. That's why I do this podcast is to get God's word into your ears, to encourage you to read the Bible, to get into it for yourself. Because people are being dragged to hell by the millions because they do not read the word of God and know the truth from the lie. It is so important. All right. Verse 27. Let's read verse 26 again. I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. Remember, they're already in the church. The Antichrist, there are many Antichrists. They're already, they're, they say they're a part of the believers. They are not. You have to know. You have to know the truth to discern the lie. Verse 27. As for you, the anointing you received from him, from Christ, or the Holy Spirit, remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, as and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. All right, so I want to read... Um, something from McDonald again here, because it it says it better than I can. And I read it earlier um, for myself, not for you. And so I want to read it. Okay. Uh, Verse 27. Where is it? All right. It's a little long, but you guys will get it. John wrote thus to the young believers concerning the false teachers by way of warning. He does not have any fear as to the eventual outcome when he remembers that his readers had received the anointing from the Lord Jesus. As mentioned previously, the anointing is the Holy Spirit. And here we learn that the Holy Spirit aids in you or abides in you. I'm sorry. This is a positive statement that once the Holy Spirit is received, he will never be taken away. 
Because we have received the Holy Spirit, we do not need anyone to teach us. This does not mean that we do not need Christian teachers in the church. God has made specific specific provision for such teachers in Ephesians 4.11. It means that the Christian does not need any teaching apart from what is found in the word of God as to the truth of God. The Gnostics profess to have additional truth, but John is saying here that there is no need for additional truth. All right, so we know people like this. All right, there's millions of Christian books on bookshelves today that teach false things. All right. You don't need that crap. All right. Yes, you need, you need a pastor. Yes, you do. But you also need to be in the word so that you can discern whether they are preaching the truth or not. You have to be in the word. Why wouldn't you? This is the word of God. This is the actual words of God, and why wouldn't you read it? What If you're a Christian, why would you not want to be in this book as much as possible? It's the actual words of God. Why wouldn't you be all up in this? It, it, it has to become a part of your life. All right, let's move on. Verse 28. And now, dear children, that means the believers, continue in him, in, in, in Christ Jesus, so that when he appears, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. Continue in him, continue in Jesus Christ, so that when he comes back, when he comes back to bring us home, we may be confident, we can have confidence inside of ourselves and be unashamed before him at his coming. We don't, if we remain in him, if we abide by his teaching, if we are in the word, if we, if we are trying to understand this book, to understand the words that God taught, we are trying to live this out. And we are asking God to transform us, to renew our minds, to, to, um, to sanctify us. He is faithful to do it. And we do not have to be ashamed or afraid. We can be confident when he returns. We can be confident that we will be caught up in the air with him. Verse 29, if you know that he is righteous... You know that everyone who does what is right has been born of him. That's a great way to end. Verse 29. If you know that he, God, is righteous, you know that everyone who does what is right has been born of him. That's it. That I don't have to say anything about that. If people do what is right, you can be confident that they are born of him, that they are born of Christ Jesus. That's it. So that's where we're going to end today, guys. I hope you got a lot out of this today. I sure did. I got really passionate about it. Uh, But guys, this is, I mean, 
This is one of the most precious times that I have in my week. Uh, when I first started this, this Faith Friday podcast episode, I was very nervous. And I, uh, I did an episode, uh, I, I started out in Philippians, and Philippians has a, a, a chapter basically all about sin, and really it talked about homosexual sin, and I was very worried that I was going to get a lot of, of backlash. Now, like, again, this was when I first started my podcast, so nobody was really listening to these episodes at the time. A few people were, but I didn't get the backlash that I thought I was, but I messaged a couple of my friends who I know are in the faith and who support what I'm doing here and, and they're believers and they're rock solid believers. And I said, guys, if ever I was going to get canceled, it's going to be this week. Pray for me because I was just worried. And, uh, you know, this is not easy. You may think it's easy, and it, it, at times it is. The Bible can be easy, but there's in First John, there's a lot of hard truth that people don't like to hear. And some of you might have gotten turned off. Some of you might have already turned this off because what, it, what the Bible is saying is contradictory to the way you're living. And sure, my words on top of the scripture are pointless. Really? You don't need my words. You need the scripture. All right. I'm just trying to highlight what it is saying and put it into today's terms as best as I can. And so you might not like what I said and that's fine, but God's word, it it, it will not be denied. It can't be. It's God's word. It stood the test of time. People have tried to destroy this book. They have tried to eliminate it. They can't. It's here to stay. Guys, I'm sorry if I offended you, but this is the word of God. It's not my words. It is the words of God. And it, it's, it, John wrote it down, but it was inspired by God. So I'm again, I'm sorry if I offended anyone, but I'm just reading what the word of God says. So with that, I hope you come back next week. I hope that you come back to be built up again, to, to maybe be challenged for the way you're living. Maybe examine yourself to be sure that you're in the faith. Paul says that in Romans, examine yourself to make sure that you're in the faith. Actually, I think he says it in Philippians, but examine yourself, examine your heart, examine your intentions to be sure that you are in the faith. I had to do that a couple of years ago after listening to that podcast for a whole year. I was like, I got to, I got to examine myself because I am falling off the wagon here. I'm about to, to just renounce God at all costs. And I examined myself and I found out I was not in the faith in the first place. And so I I made the decision to, yes, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. And I believe and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. And I believe that I am saved. And I hope that you guys 
are saved as well. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening and watching. I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was challenging again. And as always, guys, make sure that you watch on Rumble if you're going to watch. Or if you're listening, you can find me on the Mowing in the Dark podcast. And you could also find just the Faith Friday episodes on the Mowing in the Light podcast. All right, that's it for this one, guys. I hope you have a great week. And I will see you in the next Faith Friday episode.